Howdy. And hello again, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Am I too loud? Do I need to pop down? I don't know. Here, hold on. I didn't have my headphones yeah, on. Yeah, full. Very good. I as wasn't we, actually listening. We are. You weren't? <laughs> we are in the home stretch as far as the Hawkeye Huddle is concerned for the 17 18 football basketball season. Uh, Three shows to go, counting this one. Right. We're going to do another couple weeks. So you're going to you're going to be in Mexico next week. Yeah. This week after that. Next week, week after next. Okay. You're going to call from Mexico. I will figure it out. Okay. Will you? <laughs> Could will be you be and Trent. Red? Could be me and Trent. We'll see. Well, he won't have high school basketball to do, which is where he is today. He's down at the well, hanging out, and, and as he said like just a little bit ago, he'll have a or game. Eight, at eight basketball or, games yeah. down there today. Yeah. Well, the good one comes up after us, but it's not. I, I guess since it's there's no local team in West and, and Muscatine, there uh, Iowa City West Muscatine, they're not going to have is, that here on the. Uh, is Iowa City West number one in four A uh, or five A or whatever they are? I'm not. I think there's. I think they're number two. I have this thing right here. It's called a newspaper. They used to print these on a daily basis. They, they did, and we used to have them delivered to our front step <laughs> by actually pe- by people like me. When I w- when I was a kid. They were delivered, the Cedar Rapids Gazette was delivered at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It was not a morning newspaper, even. The Des Moines Register was the morning paper, and the Des Moines Tribune was was the the afternoon. afternoon. Really? And then it became the Register and Tribune, and then it just became the Register. And on Sundays, we had the Big Peach. I remember the Big Peach. The Big Peach was a big deal, because we had three, well, if you go back to Sec Taylor, four... Like Hall of Fame writers, Maury White, Buck Turnbull, um, there were some really, really good writers at the at the Register at the time. I mean, guys that would every Sunday we'd run, they would run Jim Murray's syndicated column from the L.A. Times. The the Des Moines, the paper used to be a big deal. It was a big deal. It was okay. I'm looking at the. State Boys Basketball Tournament, and I don't see a bracket. You don't see a bracket. I don't see a bracket for any. Of the, yeah. uh, this is why the paper used to be a big deal, right? I mean, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, either way, I mean, I suppose I could go to the interwebs. Well, there's certainly no uh, men's or women's basketball action, uh, wrestling. Wait a minute, there's there is nothing in in the world of Iowa sports this week. Nothing. Well, there's baseball. We have baseball. Three games Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at UNLV. They took two out of three at UAB uh, the other day. Today was going to be like Maryville at home, and they canceled that one due to the Why? snow. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know, so, if it was softball, you could have played because they got the yellow ball. That would have, you could have done that. Well, why wouldn't you play? Just play, right? I don't know. Would the bats explode Break on a day the, like that? Breaking today? bats. Yeah. I don't think you want yeah. to do that. You know, I don't think you want to send your pitchers out there. No, you don't want to On a, a cold 34 arm. degree day be, because no. you want to get a game in against uh, Wisconsin, Maryville, Maryville yeah. from Missouri. Uh, they outscored UAB 15 to 4 in the first three games and then lost 4 to nothing So uh, on Sunday. So, yeah, they're 8 and 2. That's a good start. Second that's, best start under Heller, but it's a good start. That's really good. Really, really good. I, You know, once we may not have Hawkeye huddles during the summer months, but I think we need to work in a uh, huddle baseball minute or something with Trent on a day, even if it's just a segment. Maybe a segment. Maybe we go and we do a remote from a game that's being played in the afternoon over there. That would have to be like a Friday. Once the Big Ten starts, don't they go... They double, have some midweek games double, still, but double yeah, headers, mostly, and, mostly and it's Friday, doubles, Saturday, Sunday. Doubleheader Saturday. Just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
But they try to play four games, don't they? No, I don't think so. You don't? No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh. And then, and then, then they I do they, they play double headers on Friday. Then and they schedule that off uh, that off off game on Tuesday against you know Cornell or, or, or whatever, Randy, right? Cornell, Maryville, yeah. So St. Ambrose, get some, get some get some work in for the young guys is what they do. But um, yeah, Big Ten's coming up, and a number of good good Big Ten teams. Iowa uh, not receiving any votes in the in the uh, top twenty five poll, but uh, I think there are four or five Big Ten teams that are all in the uh, the also mentioned category. You know, so. What's, anyway, what's their RPI there? I, I did not check their RPI. Jeez, but I did check the women's basketball team's RPI. We'll get to that in a little bit. Let's uh, let's talk real quick. Men's basketball. The Hawks uh, finished up their season last week. Uh, a win uh, over Illinois. An encouraging win over Illinois in the Big Ten tournament in the first as very first predicted round. By me, as predicted by you, ninety six eighty seven. I really thought they'd fold it in, and they didn't. And I thought they played their best basketball, some of their best basketball of the season, even in losing seventy seven seventy one to eventual Big Ten champion Michigan uh, in overtime. Iowa scores the first basket of overtime to take a lead, and then doesn't score again. Um, one of the one of the things that we've seen under Fran McCaffrey, where they get into those late games, um, those late game situations, and they have a tough time getting a field goal in the last four or five minutes of the game. It, it's kind of it's not just this team; it's been that way. Uh, Jordan Bohannon hurt for a good chunk of that game. He had twenty five on Wednesday against Illinois, and uh, of course a big three to tie it up against Michigan. But he was three for fourteen from the field. They were ten for eighteen from the free throw line. This ends up killing them. Ryan Creener the, is their their the leading throws, scorer. There. The free throws killed him that game. I mean, they were down eight with two minutes to go and rallied to get it to overtime. But had they made the free throws, I mean, obvi- yeah. Oh, obvi- yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously not just one or two. I mean, if they if they made a couple, if they had done like they did against Illinois, where they were like thirty five for fifty, yep, they or were eighty percent from the line against uh, Illinois, and they were they they had they had over thirty points from the line. You're right. If they shoot, and, and if you go back, you want to go back and figure out. I, I realize that this team had a lot of issues. But if you want to go back and and take a look, there are a handful of games where kids who are capable of shooting better from the line, because this team clearly showed that it could do better from the line, if they had shot better from the line against Iowa State, clearly, where they went, what, 3 of 10? Lost that game by 4 on the road. Michigan State, I think they were just right at the 50% 50%, mark. Penn State at home right at the 50% mark. And that road uh, lost to Minnesota. They were, uh, I think they were 10 for 18 or 10 for 19 well, there, too. And that's These a, are games, another five another five points, four or five points from well, the line, right? Well, and, that's, and that's the deal. Uh, it wasn't like they were three for six. I mean, you're talking 10 yes. for 20. Right, right. And so they were getting opportunities at the line. They were doing the proper things from being an aggressive basketball team that gets you foul shots. And they weren't able to convert and or execute. And, you know, that's the markings of a team that underperforms and underachieves. Um, Teams, this sounds dumb, but teams that don't execute, whether they're football teams or basketball teams or baseball teams, as you and I know, if we don't play catch and all of a sudden you you give extra outs in an inning and then all of a sudden three or four runs goes... it matters. Execution matters. That's why Kirk Ferentz just harps on, well, we just got to execute better. We just got to do, we just have to do what we do and do it better. And, you know, it's, I'm sure Fran's frustrated. Would you like to be a fly on the wall right now in the Fran and player 
All the conferences that conferences he's having, the one-on-ones he, with them. He, yeah. Do you figure that these are like 10-minute conferences that you had uh, when, you know, your kid was in elementary school and you went and you signed up for the 445 so you could be done before happy yes. hour was over? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I, you were pointing at your watch going, okay, and, I, well, and he's Is doing there anything it, else we need to worry about? Because, yeah, I mean, he yeah. shows up. Has he hit anyone? You know, whatever. Yeah. I, I suspect these are longer. Yeah. They're and, a little bit more in-depth. Yeah. And they probably already have, this is what I think you need to work on in terms of your game, uh, you know, whether in, you know, my, my brain just went a whole nother direction, but we'll, we'll stay focused. On what do you tell Isaiah Moss you need to work on? Shoot, drive, keep going to the hole, keep being aggressive. What, what do you tell, what do you tell the big guys Oh, no, by, oh, the other thing I tell Moss to I, I think Moss, I I didn't realize it. So we've, we've looked at all these other guys as as poor defensive players. Against Illinois, in the game that they won, and then against Michigan, I realized how bad he is, how, what a poor defensive player he really is. He is constantly too far away from the guy he's supposed to be guarding and running at him with a hand up, and there he's the guy that's getting beat on the jump shots from deep all the time. And he's in the wrong spot all the time. That's the kid that needs to work on. His okay, but, but okay, but, but yes. But those are the conversations I I would guess right. that are going on. Right. Let's look. Uh, uh, let's look at some tape. Uh, Here you go, Isaiah. Or, look where, where or, are you on this? Or yeah. it's um, Tyler Cook comes in. So what's your plan? What are we doing, Tyler? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want me to yeah. send out the feelers to the NBA? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to be here? Because he certainly made it clear through his Twitter last week, that he had no intention to, to go to Missouri, um, that Iowa was where he was wanting to be, if you will. If, if he's going to stay in college. Right. and He certainly made it clear he didn't know about that either, though. Well, I can tell you this. I've watched more NBA basketball in the last two Oh, he's clearly not ready years. for the NBA. Um, I have not been down to a G League game, but I can't imagine there's any place other than Turkey that Tyler Cook is going to have a future in basketball today. Today. No, it, oh, I mean, it, other than college, it, other cl- than Iowa. Right, he's clearly a horse when he gets the ball down low and gets a guy one-on-one and he can dunk, and he and we, we've seen that. He can get up. We have seen that. And but he's we got, haven't seen that he can defend anybody in the low post on a regular basis. No. no. He, is, he is actually a, a, an above-average ball handler, but he's a terrible passer. Makes bad decisions on passing. Constantly just makes a lazy throw. It's not lazy. It's late. And and when the well, pa- I, when the pass is there, uh, he sees it and he won't do it and then he does it. Well, and I, that, see, yeah, I see him swing that ball if, to the side a lot of times and throw it right out of you, bounds. If you, you know? watch good guards who make good passes who aren't getting fouled all the time. Yeah. And I actually think that the reason that Jordan Bohannon had as many turnovers as he may have had this year, which frankly... It was, you, it was fewer than last year. A t- turnover was, to assist yeah. ratio was incredibly good. But if you look at that, and if they would actually call the fouls... I mean, Illinois fouled him every time down. That's their game. And that's why they're last in the Big Ten right now, because... They're in the top 15 of the country in steals, but they're last in the Big Ten in uh, putting guys on the line. Yeah, because yeah. that's the way their their coach goes with it. Yeah, yeah so, so that's an interesting way to try and decide if you want to play basketball. Well, go, but go, so, My point here is, is that yeah, go Bohan, back. I believe Bohannon actually improved 
between his freshman year and oh, sophomore no, year? Statistically, he did in every category. He had more three-pointers. He had more assists. He had fewer turnovers, He and he scored more points and played more minutes. He, he was statistically, even though we all sort of sat back and go, Oh, geez, it's harder on him this year. It is he had a be- it, it was harder on him. Guess what? He was better in every statistical category that there was. Now, could he? Pl- was he playing great defense this year? Well, he had the plantar fasciitis. That makes things a little tough. But other than that, every one of those categories he, he improved. People are, I'm sure everybody's shocked, but it's true. I would, I would venture to say that the day after the Michigan game or that night, he probably spent at least an hour in some sort of ice bath, which I do not. Well, he got a hip pointer, and they said he might not even have played the next day had they right. beat, had they beaten Michigan and, and gone on to play Nebraska. Um, go back to Cook real quick. I, I think I think there's there's definitely, and I've I've not been down to the G League a bunch either. Um, the times that I have. The one thing that has struck me is um, there are some guys that play down low in that league who are not uh, are not as fast as some of the other guys, but the guards in that le- league and the forwards in that league, everybody but the five, everybody but the but the five in that league is is lightning fast. And you're talking the G League, the G League. You're not talking not the NBA. This right. is the G League. These guys are the lightning fast, lightning quick players, right? It, did what so, did you and I talk about the G League, or what? What did we hear? Or I heard this. Maybe maybe I didn't even mention this to you that the G League is not necessarily designed. Yeah, it's about for players right, right. and player development, but rather for officials to and help af- them develop the speed of the game and, and for officiating officials. At that. Yes, and which. Was an interesting, interesting comment. I don't remember where I heard it. I'm sure it was a national show. It may have been Chris Broussard. It doesn't make any difference. If that's in fact the case, now there's been guys, Iowa State, Monte Morris, uh, Niang, Utah, uh, is it Bab? Uh, I think one, I think Bab. Those guys have been back and forth, up and down, up and down. But, you know, Curtis Stinson is uh, the dude from the uh, Bull Durham. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's Crash Davis. Yeah. He's going to be the all-time and, leader in points in the G League. And look, and he's one of the guys I'm thinking of when I've watched him play. I just you just he's at an NBA speed, right? He moves so they they move so quickly and they shoot so quickly and from so deep. Tyler Cook is not a big man in the NBA because he can't shoot. He can shoot a, a medium-range jump shot sometimes, right? Not consistently yet. He can't shoot from deep like these other guys. Just spot up from the from. Well, he's, you know. Yeah, he's not like Dirk. So, look, he may be thinking. So maybe he's thinking, "I'm going to test this, and I'm going to go. We'll see what happens, and I'll come back." Or he's thinking, "I'm gone, and if it doesn't work in the NBA, I'm G League at least." But or, my, my guess is he's turkey, or he's either bologna or turkey. Yeah, one of the two. Maybe ham. I, he's got potential. He's got a lot of work to do. Absolutely no question. But don't you think the best place to do it is in Iowa City? Oh, absolutely. And I'm not just saying that because we're Hawkeye fans. The, the real question is, what? Uh, this is a discussion, the real question Fran has to have, a uh, discussion he has to have is, look, if you're going to be in next year, if you're going to test it and come back, you got to be all in. you got to be all in because this stuff where you play half the games and not the other half, no. We'll take a break. We'll come back. A little more. Uh, we'll do women's basketball when we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Now, 
Listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Whoa, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um... Um, the- Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them. Yeah. Gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The Chicken Coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The Chicken Coop. Serious about food. Serious about the tournament. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. Sandler training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello, everybody. This is Carl Shapworth, owner of Sandler Training. And if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, then I urge you to contact Sandler Training today. I personally use Sandler in my business, and it has taken it to high performance. And the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web, keywords, Sandler Training, Iowa. Again, that's keyword, Sandler Training, Iowa. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old-fashioned sales training, don't call us. Hello, basketball fans. This is Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. I opened the original Jethro's 10 years ago near Drake University. There are now seven Jethro locations around the metro to serve you. Tournament time is barbecue time. Jethro's has been voted the best barbecue, best wings, and the best ribs in the city. Come to Jethro's and take the world-famous Adam Emmenecker Challenge. Stop in and see me. I am Bruce Gerleman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. Order online at jethrosbbq.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Let's it's thank been a our long great, time. great sponsors, Christopher's Fine Dining in Beaverdale. Thank you, Ron Judicessi. We had a great season. We're very pleased to have you a part of our team, Dave Kozlowski, Kozlowski Law, and his family law business over there in West Des Moines, and, of course, Templeton Rye and the great folks over there in Templeton. They're extraordinarily excited about the new distillery. Are they? They should, should be. Should yeah. be open by the time football season comes really? around uh, next Remote? year. Can we do that? I'd love are we, to. Are we allowed to do that? Of course. I'll, I, I've got a, I've got plans to talk to Andrew Candu from Templeton Rye, and we will definitely get something uh, in in the books for next year. You know, this uh, doing this out of the studio. We never had Scott Bush on this. this uh, That's this, right. This year, you, you know, know, Scotty's part of the Foundry, right? Which right. could be another potential. This is another potential. He is, isn't he? I uh-huh. forgot that. Yeah, it's another potential. We, we need to uh, get our own remote equipment, like we talked about, so we can get out and yeah. This, this why stuff would, in the why stu- would we wait fourteen is, years to do this, that? Well, this is too easy for us just to walk in the studio and and do this. We need to get out, and we had fun when we went up to up to Jefferson and did the the casino uh, remote. That we little got, piece of equipment that we borrowed that yeah, day was pretty worked, good. Worked it was pretty slick. We'll have to do that. Uh, women's basketball team, the Hawkeye women. Um, Bout out in the uh, on the Friday afternoon round at the Big Ten tournament the as well. They went, the, huh? Yeah, they didn't make it to the semis. They uh, beat Northwestern fifty-five to forty-five. They were ahead twenty-two to one. Let Northwestern back in the door, and then ended up winning fifty-five to forty-five. I don't 45. think that game ever got closer than ten. Well, it's just kind of yeah. They just kind of played it out. It was right? like an NBA game yeah. where one team got up by nine points and literally Not at fifty-five fifty-one. It was well, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. but. Now, the next day, though, they lose 90 to 89. Now, that's an NBA score, right? Uh, 90 to 89. Two highest scoring teams in the Big Ten, Iowa and Minnesota. You should expect that. And Megan Gustafson with 48. 40, 48, 48 and 18 or yeah. something. Shoot, 19 of 26 from the field. They lose by one point. They came from 10 down, got the lead, lost it, got the lead, had a chance to go ahead and win it late, uh, got their fast break covered up, tried a three pointer, didn't go in, but. Uh, they end up uh, so they lose at ninety to eighty nine. Currently sitting as a number twenty one RPI, um, number six, a six seed for uh, what's his name, Charlie Cream on ESPN, and RPI uh, now bracketology has them as a number five seed. Big Ten's got all kinds of teams. This is interesting. The men's side right now they're projecting like four teams in, which we can talk about. The women's side they've got like six teams that they're projecting in, and then there are four more that are in that first four out. Next four out group. 
So that means 10 of the 14 Big Ten teams are There's that good. There's not that many good women's basketball well, teams But the question I the have country. is, how is Iowa's RPI not a little higher even? you know, How is the Big Ten's RPI not a little higher? Their, their champions are well, not, you know, I don't got, know. Of course, UConn. Is, yeah, I guess and, you're right. And, you're, you're, you're probably right, yeah. And then you got your Southeastern Eight. Conference teams like Florida, yeah. South Carolina. You know, realize that Don Staley at University of South Carolina has never lost a game in the SEC basketball tournament. Really? I think she's, that's I think she's been there two or three years. That's a record. Never, never lost one. Now Pat Summit probably didn't lose one the first ten years they had it, but nevertheless. Well, you're you're so you're right. It's got it's it, they may have ten really good basketball teams in the Big Ten, but the the top eight to ten teams from elsewhere in the country are just that good. Uh, and yeah, right. You're probably right. Well, it, clearly they're going to get a shot at it. Uh, Gustafson makes the um, the John R. Wooden finalist list. There's I think fifteen names on that, but. Was not a finalist, not a top five center for the Lisa Leslie Award from the Naismith Association. So they named the top five centers in the country. And as the leading scorer in the country, she's in the top five in eight different statistical categories. And she's not on that list. This this is akin to somehow Iowa winning the... Uh, I don't think the this Jor- has more award. <laughs> which lo- it's a, it's a li- just a little confusing, right? Yes. Uh, Extraordinarily confusing. Yeah. So we're not going to complain about it there. Maybe she'll get the Wooden Award. She certainly should be an All-American with the kind of stats that she's got. And and we'll see where they go. Now, their selection show is Monday. They don't do it on Sunday, so it's selection Monday next week. We'll see where they Speaking head. of the selection show, did you see what they're trying to do? They're going to do like a live audience thing or something like that. I, Look, just... There's, there's, one good, there's one good way to do this. Tell us who the top four seeds and then just show the freaking bracket. Right. I mean, remember, was it two, three years ago that got leaked onto Twitter? Yeah, it was out already. And, yeah, yeah. And they were now, trying, how'd that happen? I don't know. Somebody took a picture of it, sent it out. And, you know, at first you're going, no way, this can't be right. And then you looked, and, I mean, after it was about four picks, you're like, they got it. This is it. <laughs> they were they were dead and on. CB, and, and CBS, CBS was scooped them, They were scooped themselves. Oh, well, it's on TNT Net this year or something, isn't it? It's like a, it's a, it's a. It's something weird. I like bet that. it's between two Big Bang theories. It's <laughs> yes. This next on next on the Big Bang theory. Right after the NCAA selection basketball show, you know, it's um, it's not like I, I'm sure the ratings for everything on maybe, network television is falling. But really, don't you? I mean, maybe just they get announce the, it. the uh, crew from the Big Bang Theory to help well, with. Maybe the they should do an hour long preview show of what's going to happen. Right? The the they come on the of air. What's going? We, you mean the hyperbole? They if come I have on to the listen air to Joe Lenardi talk right, right. for four more minutes, five, they come on the air at five and they talk for 45 minutes Lenar- about what might happen, then they release the bracket. In, in the Lenardi bunker? I mean, who who thought this was a good idea? Has, uh, hasn't it, 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 I hate to say it, but it is a little refreshing in the fact that Iowa was so bad this year that I have not, I've not paid attention to Joe Lenardi at all this year. I mean, zero. Well, I'm just saying if you're watching a game, in the middle, yeah, they've got the that. middle third of the first half. Let's go down to the Lenardi bunker and have him explain to me how Notre Dame needs to win three games to get in. Well, no kidding. I mean, you know, good lord, <laughs> and Syracuse has got to win three. To, yeah, right, that's how it works. You don't let eighteen and fourteen teams in no. when they got bad losses to Canisius and three other teams we've never heard of. Well, there's going to be some—it'll be interesting to see how this lines up. Um, 
for the Big Ten this year. I also read or heard somewhere that they think that they only spend like half an hour on the actual uh, putting the bracket together. Um, I told you that for years. They tell us they go in this room, they lock themselves down, they go through this process. I'm telling you right now, they go in, they look at the RPI, they basically figure it all out in a couple of hours, and then they sit and wait, and then they just put the bracket together at the end. That's a bunch of hoo-ha. I don't know. there's no way they don't always get those potential second-round matchup between Louisville and Kentucky. That's what takes a half hour. Lord. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle. Tom Capers of HawkeyeReport.com. First Light with Evan Henning, every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. The day for everyone to be Irish, St. Patrick's Day, falls on a Saturday this year. Party right with Bennigan's and the St. Patrick's Day party on Saturday, March 17th, starting at 6.30 p.m. in the Holiday Inn Ballroom. Live music starts at 7 with Moe's Garage, followed by Burning Sensation until 1 a.m. And room packages are available to stay the night at the Holiday Inn if you have a little too much Irish spirit. Your St. Patrick's Day party headquarters, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Sponsored by CC's. Now at CC's New York Style Pizzas and New Cheesecake Brownies. On the buffet for just $5 and change for a limited time. Only at CC's. Prices may vary. Restrictions apply. Tonight's forecast, no showers ending. Windy and colder, low near 22. Variably cloudy on Wednesday, cold and breezy with a high near 34. I'm Local 5, Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. When you join the Fuel Rewards Program at Shell and get instant gold status, you'll save on every fill, every day. But you'll feel like you just won a dance-off competition that saved the world. That's what it feels like to have gold status with the Fuel Rewards Program at Shell. With gold status, you'll save five cents with every gallon from the first fill. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving today. Restrictions apply. Active gold status required. Introductory offer valid for six months after activation. Limit 20 gallons at participating Shell stations. See fuelrewards.com slash gold for full details. Your home for high school sports is 1700 KBGG. And 1700 will bring you the 2018 Boys State Basketball Tournament. Join me, Trent Condon, as I bring you play-by-play action of the best teams in Central Iowa through the championships on Friday. If you're shut out watching on TV, listen in on 1700 AM and streaming live on 1700 KBGG. The Boys State Basketball Tournament is presented in part by Renovated Solutions. Thinking about a home project? Don't just think about it, do it with Renovated Solutions. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant.
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515 515- 225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Dave Crane Jr. with you. The red button meters go as the music fades out. Let's try and see if tech. we let's see if we can get Tom on. <laughs> we got Tom City. on the phone. Let's Wait, see if we can get on. I was at Granite City the other day for their Irish tapping, and they had a two man Irish band, and he did he did the uh, an Irish version of "In Heaven There Is No Beer," which it's means, a polka. It is. That's exactly right. All right, we're going to try this. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com, I believe, is on the line with us. And hopefully we'll be able to hear him because I've got his his mic potted up. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It seems to be working. The light's just not on, so that's the key. All right. We're, we're well, good. we can hear him. That's cool. So, if we, if we, somebody will text us, us and tell us that they can't hear him on the radio if it's if he's not uh, if he's not going over the air. So, uh, Tom, you're you're uh, back from New York City. Uh, the Hawkeye men's basketball season has come to a close. Uh, you you did a nice breakdown on on your site. Uh, I think that was yesterday. Kind of what went went wrong with the season, and now they're into uh, these these uh, individual meetings. Fran sits down with the players and starts talking to them uh, about their their future plans and and a lot of conjecture today. It's I, I think it it actually is one of those days where it's a sort of a cathartic expert, uh, exercise for your uh, um, message board uh, folks, the people that are out there all the time. 
a lot of rumors going around about guys coming and guys going, but really at this point in time, other than Tyler Cook, I, I think it gets pretty hard to to say who is actually uh, thinking one way or the other about anything right now, isn't it? Yeah, this morning uh, a call that that uh, the postseason meetings that they have every year were underway and uh, started yesterday and continued today and um, I'm not sure who's scheduled when and you know how the schedule works this week, but uh, France having all those meetings with the players and that's kind of where you sit down and you kind of vent to him, talk to him about where your role you think your role should be, and he tells you where he thinks your role should be, and then you make decisions based on those conversations. And uh, right now, it's still very fluid. Um, you know, I. I think we all understand that college basketball is a, a sport that has a lot of transfers, 700, 800 kids every year moving on to different places. So uh, I think we expect that there will be some people leaving for various reasons. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting few weeks uh, for uh, Iowa basketball. There's no question about that. Obviously, you had put the uh, over-under out there at three on the transfers, um, or at least people leaving the program. Um, The early money appears to be on Ellingson. Wagner's getting some support from the riffraff in your uh, room. Hey, as as I said a long time ago, everybody but probably Connor McCaffrey, and I kind of have now included Nicholas Bear because I just don't see bear cage leaving uh uh, at all um but everybody else i suspected we would see a rumor or two so and that's kind of what we we saw today i think we saw every player just about listed uh maybe luca garza wasn't but um at least not uh, seriously but everybody was kind of well, thrown out there. You know, one of the things, that, so when we're in the break here, we're talking about there, there's a reason for that and it, that's unique to this team, and it's the fact that Fran, paid, Fran played 12 guys this year, right? I mean, and so not there were only a handful of guys that had a ton of playing time. You had a lot of guys who could, who could point to wanting more PT. Um, you had guys that were off and on good and off and on bad, you know, Pemsel, Creener. Uh, you know, Wagner gave you good minutes, but then didn't. I mean, it, it's there are enough guys on this in this program who are of a certain level of of skill that that they could certainly go somewhere else and play, and they don't. You know, uh, so it's one of those things where it's just such a deep team. Even though they weren't very good uh, as a unit, they're so deep. It's hard to see all of them wanting to sit on the bench that much. Yeah, and, and you can look at it from a number of perspectives from the player side. Season, this is pretty natural. Season doesn't go well. You might not have felt like you got your fair shake, so you kind of look to somewhere else where maybe you can go out and win, and you can go out and play and make a difference. So I understand that. From Iowa's perspective, season did not go well, and if you were going to bring back the same cast of characters, where's the indication that that was going to it was going to work better this next time? Right. I don't know. It's right. the, it's the so prospect from that, maybe it. the change, yeah, maybe the change is good for both sides if if these play out. And you know, you hear a lot of rumors right now. And um, other than Cook, you know, and I've said this for a while, I 
said it for probably two months that I suspected he was going to, um, you know, make a, a little run at the NBA here. And uh, he hasn't announced anything yet, but that's kind of what I expect him to do. I think that's what everybody in the Iowa program expected him to do was, was take a look at the NBA because it's a free look now. You can declare every year if you want the NBA draft and get <laughs> feedback, get workouts. It, it's, it's a no-risk situation. So, um, he's, you know, he'll probably do that in the coming weeks, and then he's going to make a decision down the road whether he's staying in or staying out. Some some uh, additional scuttlebutt out there on possibly uh, some uh, the assistants uh, at Iowa looking at other things. Maybe did you have you heard anything like that? Uh, you know, and, and a couple of them looking at a head coaching job. Maybe you know retirement here and there. Um, nothing on that can report at this point. Um, other than. Fran was asked about it after the Michigan game if he expected his staff to be back, and he said, "Yeah, unless somebody gets a head coaching job, then you know I would expect that they would move on if they were a head coach. But otherwise, he fully expects everybody back. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. I I kind of think maybe there'll be at least one change, but I I'm just guessing right now. I just I think Fran probably as he does his own postseason evaluation maybe feels like he needs to shake some things up as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, as a lot of people have told me that uh, are closer, much closer to the program than, than uh, you or I or anybody else, really, that's not in there on a day-to-day basis, is Fran's program. They're running Fran's thing. This is, you know, people always say Kirk is rigid, Kirk is stubborn, Kirk yeah. this, Kirk that with Ferentz. You know, trust me, when you talk to people that are around both of them, Fran's much more kind of tight about that stuff than, than Kirk ever is, really. Well, you know, you, we, we all recall that Nebraska lost, I think it was five players one year. Maybe, was it last year? And then, you know, they turned, last year? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They turned it around. And well, they had, had a few transfers that came in, and uh, we don't have that. Well, well, unless you're yeah, that was, yeah, yeah that was, they were sitting out. You had Copeland, you had uh, Palmer who were both sitting out last year for Nebraska that came in and really helped them. Uh, so it, it's a little different situation. Iowa doesn't have that unless they were to add some graduate transfers. So, uh, And right now they, you know, of course, officially do not have any scholarships to offer. Right, right. But, you know, and we should also remember, uh, I don't remember what season Ridgewell, when the football team had struggles, and Kirk finally made some pretty big changes on the staff. And has tweaked the staff pretty much almost every year. It seems since that time, without as opportunities have arisen. Yes, they have. They have run a few people in and out. But uh, yes, over the last couple of years, and things have looked a little different here and there. Although again, it's still the same. It's but the same. You know, premise. it is interesting, Tom, when you start start looking at at the types of coaches that are sur- uh, surviving and 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 happy to be at the University of Iowa. Um, not looking to go anywhere else, um, they might be guys who are a little bit more, uh, that are a little bit more stable in terms of, uh, you know, and Fran and Kirk, are, there's a personality similarity there, I, I think you can probably say. And uh, and for that matter, Lisa Bluter doesn't seem to change anything she's doing. They've, they've done well, but, I mean, they run and gun whether they've got the horses to do that or not, They you know, and, and, uh, and you know, so maybe that's the type of guy that Gary Barta 
hires, brings in, sticks around with, and good meshes and stable. with. Good and stable. But you're also it's, pretty, it, it, you're, you're stubborn. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I always look at it this way. A good coach always has core beliefs. And, and that's what makes them successful is because they stick with those core beliefs. And, and I think that's what you see with, with Kirk and with Fran is the reason they've been successful over the years is they've been smart enough to have their core beliefs, but also uh, allowing some, you know, what I always like to call coloring outside the line sometimes where they'll, you know, allow a little more flexibility. Like Fran, he'd never started a game in, in zone in his entire coaching career until this year. So, I mean, he's, he's willing to do some different things if it can help him win the game. So, um, you know, I think we'll see that move forward. But I, I also think Fran's going to take a deep look at, at uh, philosophically where he wants to go defensively because I think he has to with, uh, depending on, you know, the talent that he has. Well, the talent and the athletes that he has is going to make a big difference if he's going to make any huge changes. There's no question about that. So, Tom, we've got to let you go. Thank you once again for your time this week. And uh, we only got two shows left. We hope that we can get you on for both of them. Yes, sounds great. Awesome. Thanks. Tom Caker at Hawkeye Report. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, guys. Good luck with this. Uh, just hang up, right? Well, hit off. I don't know. Yeah, there you good. go. Hey, you know, it, um, it's it's an interesting it's a, it's an interesting thought that it'll be it'll be very interesting to see because if if because as I look at this, I really don't think as many guys are leaving as this, right? I, I think everybody's like all these guys are probably they are probably thinking about it. they went fourteen and nineteen, right? It's a tough year, but I think when they when they examine it, there's there might be a, one guy that plays a little bit more than others that might look around might be Pemsel just because they've Maybe. got a lot of big guys right and the minutes are, right. are not plentiful well, and, and, Creener, and Creener came on right and Pemsel could be Pemsel could be a guy that goes to Northern Iowa or Drake and plays thirty five minutes a game right or Loris and, uh, or Loris yeah no but I think he he could he's he's good enough to play in the Big Ten but he could play he'd be really good in some smaller conferences but there are, so there are a few guys but I think at the end of the day really. I really think you're, Ellingson's going to graduate, and that's going to be the end of that. Cook's going to test the NBA waters and be back. I think you're going to be. I think you're going to have this same crew. So does Fran take a look at that and go, okay, I'm going to do the exact same thing with these guys, and we're going to do better because we're adding some pieces? Or is he going to is he going to say I've got to tweak this? I've got to do something to play more to the talent that I have defensively on the court. Well, and and you know you're talking about core beliefs. Um, you know Sean Miller's got core beliefs down in Arizona. But we don't have to deal with those. No. So, uh, uh, so thankfully, th- th- this is true. Our, our, it, Iowa and none of the Iowa <laughs> players were offered I mean, any dollars. I mean, apparently, I, think you do have to think about this with everything going on. You run a clean program. We, guys, Iowa graduate. does run a clean program, right? They the, do. What's the biggest bitch you can have about Iowa basketball other than the fourteen and nineteen? On coach on court decorum by your basketball coach. I don't even get mad about him getting mad because most of the time I think he he's justified in getting mad. But that's me. But I get mad. I but get I more. Think you, I think you could make a case. Okay, what's how come? I don't, how come we suck in tournament situations? And how whether come we can't Caymans, score under five minutes to go? Whether it's the Caymans, the Bahamas, yeah, uh, yeah NCAA, Big Ten. Uh, what what happens in those sorts of circumstances that Iowa is not able to, after they win one game, go to the the next? You know, it was five years ago we were in the finals of the uh, 
uh, Cancun Classic, uh, the day that I got married. Yes. Uh, and we were playing Wichita yes. in the finals. And that was probably, if I'm not mistaken, it may have been the last time I ever got to the finals. Uh, was, Villanova, play, Villanova the, the next Xavier? year. Well, no, it was Villanova the next year down in. Um, and then Villanova won a national title. Yeah. And Wichita and, went to the and, final four that year. Yeah. And believe so, me, I had breakfast with those Wichita dudes. They were giant. They were big, that was a big team. Oh, my gosh. That was a big team. No, it, he, but think about Greg Marshall in, 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 his, yes. in his system. Uh, Greg McDermott at Creighton, who I watch all the time. What's his name over at uh, uh, Bennett over at Virginia? I mean, now right. you want to talk about a guy who's got a defensive philosophy. Well, it, you, know, they run, you know who runs the same defensive philosophy? Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and have run it for years. And it it seems to play with the talent that they can get. They get some guys who can score the basketball. Virginia, also, Virginia's yeah. unanimous number one team in the country right now. Yeah, well, it, yes. But I'm saying Wisconsin. Wisconsin, but, but half even because, as bad as Wisconsin turned out to be this year, they got better and better, right? That defense think got... Of, think about how good Wisconsin could have been had their point guard not had I his know. shoulder knocked out ten they, times. They were, they were... How tough is that that's kid? That's a team... Yeah. Real quickly, uh, I'm not sure when this thing's going to pop into it. The wrestlers, by the way, finished fourth at the Big Tens. The worst uh, finish under Tom Brands. They had a tough, tough here's, weekend. Here's Silver Linings no playbook champions. in that. Nine, nine qualified for the NCAAs. And uh, the only team that, that sent more through was uh, uh, no, nationally I, is I Ohio think, State. I think, yeah. Is that right? Ohio State pushed all ten through. There are seven or eight teams that have actually pushed like eight or nine through um, as well. But yeah, you get nine guys in. So what's our uh, Templeton Rye last call? Spencer, we, Spencer Lee is the Big Ten freshman of the year, by the way. Brandon Sorensen was a runner-up uh, his weight class. Everybody else was not good. We can so. talk more about that when we get the bracket for the uh, uh, wrestling. Yes, and so it's in two weeks. So right. it's not this weekend, it's in two weeks. So that'll be our last Dana show. Moi. Right. Uh, Temple Rye last call. Boy, I could go for a Templeton Rye right now. I could go for a Templeton Rye right now. One of the problems with not being in a place. I know. We can't have a Templeton Rye right here on the rocks. The place that we originated our show from is even closed now with the OLG. So it's just yep. sad. Sad moment. Uh, I don't even know what, 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 what is there of interest for us to... The Iowa to, women will be a five seed. Uh, 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 okay. And the baseball team will continue to win series uh, two out of three I, I in Vegas. T- yeah, I am two out of three in, in Vegas. Uh, I'm giving the women a six seed. Uh, and the Big Ten uh, the Big Ten men's side, four teams in the tournament only. I think that's the that's the least since they went to 64. Yeah, Nebraska screwed the pooch uh, by not beating Michigan, which everyone didn't beat Michigan. Which, right. And I... Tell Michigan you what. now up to number seven in the country. I do not want to be a one seed in Michigan's bracket. Uh, no, there's just one. There's always that one thing where you look back and go, teams that go on. I mean, they had a four day run. That's, a, that's to a, me. To teams me, that go on a four only... day run. It's it's tough to keep that carried forward to another. But they don't play right away again. This so this is Ooh, this suddenly is a, they get Iowa, a, to, Iowa Minnesota from. 2001 yeah. or two. Yeah, I mean, you we, get a big we were break done here. before Thanksgiving and yeah. didn't play again. Well, for... I think Michigan gets a good break because it, that emotional high of, of, of coming from the fourth, the, from, from four days, not just the thir- three day run, but a four day run to win your conference tournament when you're not supposed to. You had to win an overtime game to get things going. To do that, um, it takes a lot out of you. And generally, those teams go into the tournament and don't play very well in the NCAA tournament. But that's, Michigan gets it, a week, that's a, a week that's break. That's a myth. No, it's true. No, it isn't. Syracuse went on a five-day run. That was UConn amazing. UConn went on a five-day run of the Big East tournament. And I thought they were four days. 
One, were, of, one yeah. of them was four, one was five. I think the only five-day run ever was UConn. Uh, they ended, and, but that and was I think not, they had to win like a seven-overtime game in yeah, the first one. Yeah, they, but they did. That's not the team that won the national championship, though, that, that came from a seven seed. They had that as well. So I don't know. I, I, to, I, me, to me, there is one number one seed for the NCAA basketball tournament. That's Virginia. They will have three other teams that will be one seeds, whether it's Villanova, whether that's Purdue or Michigan State, whether that's Duke. Um, but if Kansas is a one and you take them, that's your fault. Good luck with that. Oh my gosh! What's the over under? Uh, over under on you making the show next week? Yeah, about thirty beers. Okay. Thanks. I take the over. You take the over. I'll take. I'll take the over. It'll be late in the day. Good Thanks job. to Tom that Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Trent Condon for letting us sit in his chair this week and uh, and work with his equipment. And of course, uh, for Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Un- unintended week. sentences. Right Working here. with Trent's equipment. <laughs> Brett Ridge. <laughs> Trent's right here for the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com The day for everyone to be Irish St. Patrick's Day falls on a Saturday this year Party right with Bennigan's and the St. Patrick's Day party on Saturday March 17th starting at 6.30pm in the Holiday Inn Ballroom Live music starts at 7 with Moe's Garage followed by Burning Sensation until 1am and room packages are available to stay the night at the Holiday Inn if you have a little too much Irish spirit Your St. Patrick's Day party headquarters Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road 
This tax season, AutoZone has everything your car needs. Did you know that with the Loan-A-Tool program at AutoZone, you can borrow a specialty tool with no purchase necessary? Choose from over 100 tools to help you get the job done right, no matter how big or small. And right now, save when you buy one Chevron Tecron fuel system cleaner and get the second one free. Visit any of our 5,000 locations nationwide and let's get you what you need. Deposit required. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. Auto zone. Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello, everybody. This is Carl Shapworth, owner of Sandler Training. And if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, then I urge you to contact Sandler Training today. I personally use Sandler in my business, and it has taken it to high performance. And the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web, keywords, Sandler Training, Iowa. Again, that's keyword, Sandler Training, Iowa. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old-fashioned sales training, don't call us. You know, in business, it's all about the bottom line. And since I sit in this uncomfortable old desk chair about 12 hours a day, well, my bottom line could really use a new chair, if you know what I mean. Staples has lots of ways to save your business money. And right now, during the Staples Chair Event, you can save up to 50% on a full selection of office and desk chairs. That really helps my bottom line in more ways than one. Work comfortably for less. The Office Chair Event at Staples. Better chair equals better workday. Ends 3 10 Hi, Tom Bodette. Scientists tell us that Earth is overdue for a huge solar flare. Bad news, it'll probably fry our electronics and technology. Good news, we'll all get a spectacular tan. Well, a good place to hunker down for the looming sunpocalypse is Motel 6. You'll get a great low rate on a great room under a roof and save more for other stuff like sunscreen or a nice big hat. Well, I'm Tom Bodette and we'll leave the light on for you. Or maybe not. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop.